Well, we got to do it for the... Got to do it for the, uh, the recording. It's okay. You can put it on now. See, just that simple. JB's Driving Podcast. We are talking about vampires today. Uh, Probably when the classic 80s vampires movies. um, Awesome movie. It is. is, And the thing is, um, fresh off of our discussion, uh, Paul and I discussion of Karate Kid 2 and 3, we are transitioning into more glorious 80s movies. This one being the Lost Boys, star, having an ensemble cast um, that we just don't see nowadays unless they're trying to make a political viewpoint. But at the same time, was it an ensemble cast at the time? At the time. And that's what I'm talking about, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. You don't see these types of ensemble cast these days where you have burgeoning stars. <clears throat> sure. You don't. No. But then again, you had at the same time, right around the same time as this, you'd had Twenty One Jump Street on TV, which you know Greco was uh, supposed to be the next big star, and you had Johnny Depp who did become the next big star, and Holly Robinson, if she didn't actually get married to Rodney Pete, she would have been a big star. And oh, Mike Tyson, she got married to Mike Tyson first. Yep, I didn't realize that. Is speaking of that, it, it reminds me of the, the music band Wham. Wasn't yes. the other guy supposed to be the big star? Probably. And then it ended up being George Michaels? Yeah. That's how it always happens. The guy who's right. supposed to be the, the sidekick ends up making the money. And then one becomes a, a dare. Well, I don't know if that's always the case. Like, he had Shawn Michaels. I mean, you literally. Janetti was supposed to be the star. I don't know. No, man. no. Janetti was supposed to be. Yes. I mean, Janetti is, at this point in time, Janetti is <laughs> definitely like. He's wrestling in bingo halls, okay? He, I know, but he just saying his name, it, it, it inspires a certain the, be, the, the wrestler that wasn't going to make it out of the two. I mean, that, that's basically what it stands for at this point. It's kind of like, you know, when you Munson somebody. Oh, yeah, Munson some. Where's that come from? Uh, it came from Kingpin. Um, Kingpin, right, Munson. What a great movie. Kenji's yeah, hair Munson looks... Munson someone in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Munson... You know what? I look at Kenji. Every time I look at Kenji, his hair's all messed up. It reminds me of Murray's hair at the end of the movie when he's balling and his hair, like his, his comb over, is just oh, up in Jesus the air. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> Glory. We had to do cool, Kingpin. That is Kingpin's a glorious. Wonderful. That is a, a, a forgotten movie. One of my um, friends, older friends of mine, his son is married to Vanessa Angel. Great for him. Who the fuck is Vanessa Angel? Isn't that the, the girl in that movie? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I'm not sure. Vanessa Angel, yes. Okay. It's, it's, I'm just making sure of this. <laughs> Vanessa Angel. She she is the... the I, kingpin. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't recall right now. Yeah, it's Vanessa Angel. There she is. Oh. She's 54 glorious years old. She's almost as old as you, Scott. That's ten, right. Ten Speaking point, of which, let's introduce... So Scott is in the studio with us. Hey, Good to be back. It's been a long time. It's been a very big, a my, long time. My first uh, pandemic show. That's, that's it. it. God damn, isn't it? And producer Tom is back. He said we're trying to get the wheels in motion now. To the wheels in motion. And grease in the wheels. Grease in the Tom uh, will we're be. We're gonna grease up Tom and throw him into a tub later. <laughs> that's right. See oh, if I, he can get out. It's the best time. And best congratulations. The, the um, I saw the Apple 
rankings came out the other day, and you guys were number one in Iceland last year. Yes, yes, um, and and let's not also let's not me? forget also, Lithuania also as tied well. to Iceland also had the <laughs> most biggest increase in suicides, but I'm yeah. sure that's not related. No, actually, but, actually they are Iceland's second. A nice place. They are second in suicide. You know where the first? You know where the, the you know what leads suicides per capita? This is a trivia question for all Japan. These folks, no. That's surprising. That one town in Greenland. That one city in Greenland. Well, doesn't Greenland still count as Denmark? The one we almost bought? Yes. We should twice. <laughs> twice. Whatever the name of that town in Greenland is has the highest suicide rate per capita. It's like their capital. Well, I guess there's nothing to do up there but freeze. <laughs> Greenland is a shithole. Iceland's slightly it's better than Greenland. <laughs> Iceland has beautiful women. Yeah. Like freaking yeah. Nook. N-U-U-K. Nook. Uh, and, uh, Greenland. And they're, they're beautiful women that want ugly men for some reason. I don't understand it's, that. Iceland is a very interesting culture. They get hooked up really early in life, and they don't really care for outsiders. I don't blame them. I don't care for outsiders Good. in my own house. Can, Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were leaving Scott outside. Tom, Tom's, <laughs> Tom's looking to move there now. He's, 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 he's all set. He is, he is all set. How do you become an insider in Greenland now? <laughs> I just buy a house? I, I I don't know how you – I mean, think it's it's cold the entire year. I think You show up and they, what go, is, what, they which, look at you like, I've always been here. <laughs> which country is it that they're selling plots of land so you can become uh, – that's I'm a that's I got a piece of land. Scotland. Jimmy owns, is it owns Scotland? Scotland? Yeah. See, it's okay. my degree over. And my, you're a, my, a fucking duke or something. I'm a. I think I'm Lord. 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 I'm Lord. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> he owns a one I didn't foot even by have, one foot plot of land. I, I didn't even have to do. fucking do that. I do. Whoa. Somebody's. That's Tom's. Oh, okay. I didn't even have to do that. Yeah. I just changed sure. my. You know what I'm known as. My what's my pronouns? I'm Lord and Master. Lord and Master. Now is that Lord slash Master? So Lord and Master. Wait, I'm not following this. It's not. Yeah, that's just all of my pronouns now. Instead of like you know he, she, it, whatever, it's all Lord and Master. No matter how you're per- referring to me. What if it's in the plural? Lord and Master. Lords and Master. No, okay. just Lord and Master. Microphone. I don't know. It's his. It's it his. his microphone. Yep, that's definitely you. Try to keep it straight. I'm sorry. We got shitty microphones. Oh, right. there. Uh, those are. Thinking. That's one of his microphones. Oh, you see, he knows how shit. he does. They always uh, sloughs it off. <laughs> the black ones are mine. Th- this one's yours. <laughs> that one's yours. Remember, I like the big black ones. I know you do. I know you do. All right, but uh, as per our new agreement, we have to get into the fucking movie. Agreement. That's true. We we do have to get into the the, the movie itself. But I find it's interesting in this time day and age. We're talking about vampires, and I there's a definitely a correlation this week on Wall Street <laughs> with vampires. <laughs> it couldn't have happened any better. What we see going down with hedge fund hedge funds are getting fucked. shooting their pants when they realize maybe they leverage themselves too much with the short sales, and then you have. Uh, they're, they're little minions out there with, their, with little brokerage firms that allow the common man to come in there and buy stocks. The plebs. The, play, the proletarians to come in and buy stocks. Like, oh, you're making a fool of us. Uh-uh-uh. We can't have that. So today we just found out that Robinhood and multiple other apps 
shut down, shut down to protect their vampire masters. I was wondering what happened today. So you yeah. couldn't buy you can buy a plethora they made it, you of could, stuff. Uh, there were like six or eight stocks that you could only sell. You couldn't buy. So of course that happens. That just means the stock can only go down, right? Yep. yep. Because it's based on volume. It's everything. Because it was, I can tell you that GameStop got up to all. It was like three ninety, yep. four hundred something, <clears throat> and then the next time I looked, it was way the fuck down. It, it, it was like it, down it, to one hundred ninety or yeah, something. Yeah, got under two hundred today. And Volatile. that's bullshit. Vo- yeah. It is bullshit. That it is total bullshit. Bullshit. And it's just all set in place to fucking save these goddamn. It, they had they had short sold one hundred and forty percent. Hundred right. of the fucking stock. Yeah. Right. There's not enough. How stock. the hell do you even do that? You just short. You just short. That's the problem with shorts. There's not enough stock to cover themselves. That's why everybody's buying them. That's why everybody buy. It is it is utter bullshit that you have these fund managers that were bailed out back in 2008 off of our ass. Now they're betting us over and lubing us up over this. I know. I'm pissed. not happy Absolutely. about this at all. Well, and and I love how they, you know, this Robin Hood comes out with this new app that 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 uh, is supposed to be, for, you know, for the common people trading. And what do they do? They're they're owned by one of these hedge firms. So they're of course they're the ones, they are. They're the ones that shut off the dude. Of course the they are. Starts hurting them. They're all. This, this I, I I mean I just had this conversation earlier today. That's all that all of the all, all of them are. It it's. Okay, we're gonna we make money when you make money, so we're gonna take a percentage of anything that you fucking make. Yeah. Then, if you lose money, we're not going to lose that money, and then we're gonna charge you per fucking trade. Yes. How is this not? You know, well, I don't, they don't even know charge, how it's fucking. Legal. They don't charge per trade. What they these vampires do is that you buy it actually at a higher price than you you buy on the regular market, and you sell at a lower price. Right. It's just That's, fractions. It's all it's all fractions. It's all it's all nonsense. But it, what's going on now? It just it's 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 driving more people, guarantee you, towards populism. You want to see the, the get the death throes of conservatism right now <coughs> is, is happening because you see it exploding on Reddit, Reddit and Twitter. When they're t- when Tucker Carlson's talking about on Fox News, yeah, yeah, yep. this whole free market bullshit. Well, they've already tried to tra- They tried to change the story. They they already tried to change the story and make it like. Well, these these people they're not screwing over the the uh, hedge funds. They're screwing over all the mom and pops that have their money in the four hundred one k's in these hedge funds. And I'm sitting here thinking, how many people have money in hedge funds? Yeah, I mean, they you 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 know, if you're young, you might have your money in a hedge fund. But honestly, when you're older, you want more stable shit. Mm-hmm. It it is it is it's there are a lot of institutional funds like. You know, if you yeah, have but mutual funds. I did. I thought mutual funds weren't allowed to short. But a lot of pension systems and things like that have investments in hedge funds. Well, that might be true. Um, but that's but, that's but regardless. The whole that's like know, a again, you know, three D chess bullshit. You're, you're creating different rules. dude. You're just gonna have to t- send it all the way up. I know it sucks, but if not, it's gonna blink and it's gonna blind us. I mean, you're just creating different rules from different people. And then, you know, on top of it, get a bullshit email from Robin Hood tonight saying, um, you know, well, we did this to pr- oh, protect yeah. you. Yeah, because you don't know you what know, you're doing. Because it's, it's too dangerous when things get this volatile and we, we need to. It's such crap, dude. It's such and crap. All, and uh, I, I, I don't even know what else to say about it. There's really not much else to say. 
I just because that that stock would have probably topped out of five hundred, and then that hedge fund. When do, this is the only part of shorting I don't understand. Mm-hmm. When are you required to buy? There's an ex- expiration. Yeah. Okay, so okay. there there is no requirement. To, well, there's no requirement to. It's it's not a buy. It is a. I am going to borrow your stocks. I'm going to sell those stocks at said price because right. I think those. That stock is going to lose a bunch of money. Yes. I'm going to sell it that. I'm going to buy at that price with the money that I just sold your stock for. I'm going to give your stocks back, and I'm going to pocket the difference. The problem is, is that there's not enough stocks. There's the stock is shorted 140 percent. Right, well, and that's it, why that's why they they so push that. it up. But that's what I'm saying. Why? When are they required? To actually cash out or there's whatever an you want. There's, date. A, there's a certain expiration date or certain time period that's specified at the time when they have when they to make return the purchase. The yeah, you so have to return. Most it by likely, this. it was today. And, well, tomorrow. It's there tomorrow. was a big one. Oh, it tomorrow. was tomorrow. So then they so they they bailed them out. So yeah, because I thought right. it was today because the purchasing started on the 28th of December. They bailed them out today because they shorted some more. Because there were multiple waves of this, and my understanding that one of the tomorrow was a very big day for some of these funds to have to buy back um, uh, just according to what is going on on the Reddit site. On the Reddit site, <laughs> which is a cesspool of humanity, but God love those people because you know we what? are that cesspool. It's like the opposite of Twitter, right? Because it's it's uh, it's sort of everybody who agrees with each other goes to their own little section of it mm-hmm. and just talks shit amongst themselves, right? It's yes. It's not like Twitter where it's like people from opposite sides like beating them each other to death yes it's 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 like you you find your little group and then and you, you just, just shit talk the other right. side which we do here right, right? it's it's like it's it's like our fantasy football text thread but like times a million now in reddit's defense it doesn't get much worse than their fantasy football text thread. i don't think it's about fantasy football half the time maybe 10 percent of the time no. it's us beating on uh the kind of like, like this show talking about movies it's, right you know, right we just beat on we and that we beat on We've been on the uh, Brian Griffiths on the deck pun, duckpin.com. Uh, he's on vacation this week in Florida. He got an opportunity to take his kids to Magic Kingdom because he's down in Florida, but he instead he, stu- he took them to a uh, state park. What? Yes. What the fuck, dude? Posted a bunch of pictures about their trip to the state park. M- but Magic Kingdom's right there. I would just not want to be his child. Well, <laughs> well, there's a whole telling his kids that Santa Claus doesn't exist either, but we won't get into that. <sighs> and they're very, 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 very. Yeah, they're very too young, young man. Too Let young. them have fun with it for a while. The duckpin.com if you want to make comments about Brian Griffith's uh, parenting skills, if you will. No, everybody has the right to do what they want. I mean, Christ, I bring my kids on this podcast. That, 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 is, that is probably um, on the level of telling your kids that Santa doesn't exist or taking them to a state park when you're like. Yeah, but hour, my kids are hour, fucking teenagers. You're an hour like away 16, from Magic Kingdom. You don't old. take your kids to Magic Kingdom. That's fucked. That is that is satanic. That's sick. That is satanic. Sounds I mean, like unless you're cattle. going down specifically to go to like Universal or something. Wait a minute. But they're not. They're, but they're they not. They're too young for to that. To a state park. I'm saying they're they're in state Disney age. Park. Yeah, when they're, they're when you're like perfect. 16. Well, they go to the beach because they're right there on the Gulf. Of course, yeah. and Disney's I shutting down pictures. all the fucking rides. So who they the went fuck out there for like 30 anyway? minutes before Brian would melt. Yeah. But I'm serious. You are an hour away from Magic Kingdom during the deadest time of the entire year for Magic Kingdom. 
and you can pop. I mean, they could walk on rides right now. That's how dead it is right now. If you're worried about COVID, you don't need to be worried about COVID there. They've been open since July. No major outbreaks. None. Tom, you're going in April, right? Yes. Where are you going? What resort? Yes. Uh, we're staying at Riviera. Oh, you're an asshole. I forgot. That's right. You're an asshole. That's right. Um, Why is that bad? That's where he owns. Oh. And we haven't stayed there yet. So, so gonna, Tom's actually staying there. Oh, yeah. So you're getting there first. Yeah. yeah, he's getting there first. Teabagging me. That's all right. So it's the thing Jimmy hates the most. That's right. That's okay. I don't like teabagging. So speaking of teabagging, let's get into the movie that we're talking about today. We're talking about vampires of Wall Street and all the and bullshit. there are so many fucking teabagging. There's so much teabagging in this movie, so that makes sense. Well, this this <coughs> Lost Boys. Bunch of teabaggers. I freaking love this movie. I watched now, it. Do you know how this movie started? Like what? It, what? Go go ahead and allude. That's why you bring your original going, inception of this was. Go ahead and just educate us. Educate us. So the original story of this movie was. Why don't you speak in the microphone a little bit? Bring that microphone up. The original story of this movie was supposed to be the story of Peter Pan as a vampire. Because the, uh, the, the kids were, so that's where the tal- that's where the title comes from. Because the right. kids were supposed to be a lot younger, the vampires. Yes, were, which right. would have been and, and, awesome. And it was mother. like it was like nobody, you know, this is before Twilight or anything. Nobody had ever done vampires as kids or teenagers before. So it was like, okay, how do you do the story of a group of people who never grow up, but not in Never Neverland, have them be in? I think it was also compared to Goonies at the time, like it was a. Goonies with vampires. Well, that's that's <laughs> sort of what. So the original the person who had written it originally was based on. It was just a vampire version of, of Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. Um, the new director they brought in wanted to make it more like Goonies, and so it sort of changed things around. Took out the the kids the, and made the, them older. The direct Peter Pan. Well, he didn't want to make it like Goonies. He was all about I bringing in the sexy young people and I want to make sure that I see them all sexy and young. That was uh what is it, Joel? Schumacher. 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 Legendary yeah. Schumacher. Yeah. The Schumacher company. What? There's just a complete lull in this podcast, so I'll pick <laughs> it up. All right. Why? Because I'm not talking? You well, have fucking well, three guests for Christ's sake. You have I didn't think you were done. He goes on his. Oh, st- sorry. No, I'm serious. So, so this this cast. So they're they you know the I think that would have been a great idea having these and young. It, and it, yeah, and it's it's a it's a classic '80s cast. Like oh. I mean, all the the people you got the the two Corys who are like in everything. Which which gave the birth of the two Corys. This was it. There's yeah. the, the Feldman and Hain. Um, this is the first one. Which this was the this was the first one. Yeah, this was uh, where this was the first one they were in. I thought they were in. Oh yeah, I can okay. hear them now. Okay. Yes, this was the first of the Corys. This is the first. Okay, films. all right. You had you had early Kiefer Sutherland. This was Which like his first big breakout role. And he was he was he's a fantastic actor. After this, he went on to the Young Guns yeah. and all that. Yeah, I mean, Jason Patrick went on and did a few things. Jason Not Patrick. much. Um, Jamie Gertz was in, you know, kind of again was was Twister. In a, she didn't do a lot. She won a Twister. Yes, which we covered. It's in our archives. She was in Less Than Zero, right? Oh. Yes, less than zero yeah. twister. <laughs> everybody knows less than zero. She for started that. with uh, square pegs. That one yeah. scene, less than zero. That's everybody knows that scene. Iron Man down on his knees. That that I remember, and I saw that scene when I was like, when it came yeah. out, I was like ten. Yeah. My dad's like, go room. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want you seeing this. <laughs> Finally, found something that he didn't want you to watch. Exactly. He saw he. My dad let me see. 
Tits galore. Didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's like, it's radar. Doesn't matter. He's okay. He'll grow up one day. All titties all over the place on some bush. He'll grow up one day. <laughs> then comes to be on your knees. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, well, that one was a little tough. <laughs> tough to get an Iron Man on his knees. But you, no, not tough to get him on his knees. It was just tough to get through that scene. It was a brutal scene, too, because yeah. he was all strung out and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, real life. He probably was well. in real life as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had this classic 80s cash. You had, I mean, half of them are like have mullets. It's, you know, oh. all the look and clothing, all the fashions, 80s. You got the, the killer soundtrack. Oh, the, yeah. All these, yeah. but it, and it's all like, it's all like, Cool bands at the time doing yeah. covers from previous things. So it's like yeah. Echo and the Bunny Men covering The Doors. That's yep. a classic um, band, right? Nobody. Ro- Roger Daltrey covering Elton John. Um, In Excess did a couple of covers. Mm-hmm. But it was very, very big soundtrack on top of the um, the movie itself. Oh, it was great. Echo and the Bunny Man does not get enough love. No. Killing Moon such a great freaking song, man. Love that song. You guys love that song? No, I don't. I'm not sure if I even know what it is. It's a good song. Okay. I you, changed you know my what mind. that song is. I love it. It's yeah. a great song, man. How do you feel about it? No, it's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's okay. Um, so, so it's got a great great cast for this, this movie. And um, I think it gave... Like, it gave you forgot, gave, you know, Diane Weist. I did forget Diane Weist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the movie The Lost Boys... Open up at number two during the opening weekend, five point two million dollars, which in today's dollars was something like twenty million dollars. Yep. Um, Ebert, Roger Ebert, is he still alive? I don't even know if he's still alive. Is he still alive? No. He's he's he's, he's kicked Gone. the bucket. He gave the film. Yeah, they're both dead now. They're both dead. Yeah. He gave them both two two and a half stars out of four, which I personally think is low. Praising the cinematography. And a cast that's good right down to the line. I don't know what that means. Right down to the line. Whatever. But ultimately describing Lost Boys as triumph of style over substance and an ambitious entertainment that starts out well but ends up selling its soul. What? Yeah, because what? basically the whole movie is like artsy until you get down to the end of it when it becomes an actual horror movie and there's like just blood just and guts everywhere. Big fight scene, yeah. It's great, though. Yeah, but they, they can't accept that. I mean, come on. What is up with these reviewers? I mean, like, who who deemed these guys? You know what? This guy knows what he's talking about, so we're going to elevate him to kingmaker of the movies. Well, it's not that. It, the critics are the best at implementing templates. Movie has to fit a template. It fits a, a, genre. a genre, genre, a category. Thank you. It's supposed to do something. And they critique it based on those criteria. And if it falls out of that, you know, it creates an error. And, you know, in the their AI, you know, outputs this error to two and a half stars, whatever. Whereas we do not have that criteria. We watch a movie and then from, from you know, beginning to end, we go, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. And then we ask you, well, what was that about? Oh, whatever. We we can't it, tell it, you, it, but we liked it. Yeah, I mean, and that's <laughs> and that you see that a lot in, in in Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, half of that is, you know, corporations upping their stuff, especially yes. with all the Star Wars, yes. and you know, they and they either get rid of or 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 what, you know, it's like it was sort of YouTube when they ratio a, a video. 
we have a different opinion than a lot of critics who right. run off of these templates. We have a much better opinion. Paul? Uh, well, I, I agree. Ron Tomatoes has a certified fresh 76% rating. Okay. Awfully low. Is that the critic or the? That's the that's the based off of the sixty-seven critic reviews. Right? Oh, okay. I'd say that's pretty. That's good That's probably critics. pretty yeah, good for, for Lost Boys for critics. For yeah, well, I think it's well, personally, I think I think it should be flowing around late eighty. I mean, so low, th- low this 80s. movie it I mean, came it out uh, July thirty-first, nineteen eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. You said it opened second mm-hmm. with five point two. It totaled out at thirty-two point three, which was thirty-third for the year. Uh, the top five movies that year were Beverly Hills Cop 2, Pl- uh, Platoon, Fatal Attraction, The Untouchables, Beverly and Three Men and a Baby. That was top five? Yep. Are you? That was a big that, year. That was a, well, that was a big, well, that, those are all big movies, and right. that, was a, that was a popular movie. It was. It really was. It, yeah. I hated that movie. Steve Gutenberg. But that, but was, it, a, that it was, was also a very popular movie. also an ensemble cast. Time. What's so, that? So yeah, it did. It stayed in the theater for a long time. Was yeah. that... So that was um, Ted Danson and Tom Selleck. Tom Se- to Magnum yeah. PI. Who yep. was who was the woman? No, that was another thing. The was woman like, wasn't there. She was there. She like showed up and left. Oh, I'm thinking of Look Who's Talking. Right. I get Look Who's That's Talking. That's Kirstie Allen yeah. and John Travolta. John Travolta. Kirstie Allen. Right. We, we already talked about this back in the day, but I mean, you know, several episodes ago, man, she was good looking back in the day. She was so very attractive. It opened the same weekend as The Living Daylights. Huh. Uh, wow. James, James Bond, Bond Timothy with oh, Timothy Dalton. Oh, um, those years. And that one was $11 million. And the box office flop made to order with Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy of The Breakfast Club. It's in their uh, archives. Yeah, The Breakfast Club, yeah. But I actually enjoyed Made to Order. It was a really bad movie, though. I don't think I ever saw that. Uh, she is a rich girl, and it's one of those... Um, right, she has to work as a maid or something well, first. Well, they... Uh, some she has a fairy godmother who makes her into a maid. She loses everything. Nobody knows oh, who she is. Yeah. And the fairy godmother was played by um t- not Priscilla Presley. Terry Hatcher, I think. It the the woman from um vacation movies. Oh, Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo. Was very why was I thinking Terry? Terry it, that would have been she would have been too young for that. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking <laughs> Terry Hatcher. I I couldn't think of the name. But yeah, she it was one of those where she had to learn her lesson and then, you know, Becomes rich again at the end. Right. She had her better person. Yeah. So uh, this movie had two sequels: uh, Lost Boys: The Tribe, which came out in 2008, and Timely. Lost Boys: The Thirst in 2010. Very. Have you wow. seen? Have anybody seen these sequels? I at have. All? I right. have. How are they? Um, they're not great. They're okay. It's starring Corey Feldman, though, right? Uh, mostly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's kind of. It's a sequel to the comic book series, The Lost Boys, The Frog, The Brain of the Frog Brothers. The Brain of the Frog. Okay. The Reign yes. of the oh, Frog that's Brothers. That's the Brain, okay. So, so they go on, they start guy. going around killing vampires all over the place. Okay. So they stop being, you know, essentially, they start being what they pretended to be in, in the, the movie. Okay. Uh, going around killing vampires all over California. Mm-hmm. And then in the sequels, they more. I don't want to give anything away in case somebody wants to actually watch one of them. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, you're right. You're ava- they're available. That's you could buy all three movies uh, on a Blu-ray for like thirteen bucks. So that's expensive <laughs> for, for those, three movies. For three movies. Well, for those three movies, 
Lost Boys, yeah, Lost Boys. I mean, Lost Boys by itself is going to be ten bucks. Yeah. So the other two you're getting for like four dollars. I'm sure you could search, you know, Crackle or uh, all these Netflix, Hulu. What is up with all these damn different like apps you can download? That's the future. Show you different movies. It's like yeah. Crackle. It's all about it's all about rights. It's all about yeah licensing. I mean, yeah, well you no, gotta. Someone's gonna come out with like a service that like combines all of the other ones. Well, they're right? merging them. And like now we just had the WWE network is getting sold to fucking Peacock. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I think it does too, but I'm bunch I'm not too I'm not sure. I want to see what happens first. Well, but they weren't putting any fucking underwear. content out anyway. Network called Peacock. I'm sure that's gonna. <laughs> I just well, Peacock's just NBC. It's just, I don't want to see anything on Peacock. I just want to get down <laughs> to the WWE stuff and watch 1986. Essentially, NWA. you're gonna have to go through one extra fucking that, screen. That's too that's much it. work oh, for me. Too Actually, much. Even less. Are you watching if, if you have that? Comcast, even less because you can just go to it right from. Your, you don't even have to switch the app on your TV. You just go it right from the cable box. Go right for the WWE <laughs> network. You have the WWE network. No, for the. Uh, for the Peacock. Oh, Peacock. See, I don't want to. I don't want to give Peacock money. I don't either. I don't it's, either. If you have Comcast, it's included. Oh, it is. Yeah, It'll save you money. If oh. you have Comcast, I don't have. I have Xfinity. That's yeah. Comcast. I don't have anything. No, I mean, I'm sorry, Brian. I'm you're sorry, Verizon Fires back here up oh, in this yeah, shit. Then you're screwed. I'm screwed. I got to yeah, pay an extra ten bucks. I got Hulu. <laughs> Too many. You know, I I await the day when they stop making movies that are sequels to comic books that no one's read. Or this novel series, or whatever it is, it's like they do that in Star Wars. They're like, "Oh, this is based on this novel series and this comic book." No one's read it, right? You know, the people who go see the movie, totally different audience. Yep. Then has read your stupid books and your comic books, right. or or watch some of the cartoon, like with Star Wars. There's like cartoon series, the Clone like, Wars. Like, oh, it's just based on the Clone Wars. This, yeah. this thing from the cartoon. I'm like, I'm not. I don't watch cartoons. Exactly. I'm, do, do I look like I'm too 10? good for cartoons? Aren't you? I am. It's it's. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I know it all has to be counted. I, watch I get cartoons. it, but you can think of a different story, or you can try I to include what's in the comic in the movie. You know what I want to see? You know, like, like the old Looney Tune cartoon, like the original. No, Looney Tune cartoon. you're not allowed. And, Fuck uh, you. You don't watch cartoons. I was on H- HBO Max. Has all these new Looney Tunes? Like yeah, they just Fuck created? that, man. Fuck <laughs> 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 that. I want, I, Warner I want Brothers, the original. Man. Bugs Bunny. From I want to like watch fifties. Nip the nap. Uh, what was it? It's nap totally the nips or correct. nip the nips? Yeah, it's it's perfectly. Plural. You remember correct. that one? No. Nip the nap. Nip the nips. <laughs> you don't remember that nip. fucking Bugs Bunny in <laughs> World <laughs> War Two going after the Japanese? Oh, nip the nips. Nip oh. the nips. That was oh. what it was called. Well, there's there's also and then there was all the fucking Hitler ones. Southern, they were great. There's they Southern were. Fried Rabbit. That's all like Confederate stuff too. Yeah. Uh huh. And well, the, all the Can't guns. The guns are bad, right? Guns are bad. Yeah, Looney Tunes uh, are jettisoned. They're about to be like. Bad. They're about to be burned. Like all the originals are burned. You can't just get them anywhere. They're gonna be unpersoned. You're never. Yeah. You're, gonna go, you're never gonna see them again. If you like, watch yeah. them it, in your house, it's gonna go be, the way of Songs of the South. Song of the South. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> so you're gonna watch those yeah, episodes. That's not on Disney Plus. No. No. I not, look, they it's not there. They won't put it there. They're they're redoing the ride. I mean. It's, it's not actually that bad, and, and but people think it's this, you know, like a bunch of Klansmen wrote it, and it, it's it, it's it's not. I know it, it, it isn't. So it just really isn't at all. But there are a couple, que- but there's questionable <laughs> shit in all of them. 
I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, you, you rise- Dumbo with the fucking uh, black crows. Yeah. I mean, you can't get much more racist well, actually, stereotypes and everything. Well, you mentioned that they have restricted the viewing of Dumbo and other cartoons on Disney this week. Disney Plus. Is Are one. you kidding me? Dumbo I, is one I of them. I've got to get rid of fucking Disney Plus. Because you can't. I fucking well, hate it. You cannot. You, I'm stuck with no, it. You can. <laughs> Another year and a half. But, but we can't because we got kids who love this Mickey Mouse and stuff. Dude, I no, I just made Mandalorian. I, I paid. I'll pay that much for Mandalorian. What one I year and Mouse, I got? They gave me three yeah, years worth for yeah. one year. Oh, you paid up front. Yeah, I paid yeah. up front. You buy two years, you get the third one free. So you have three years. Whatever the fuck it was, so I prepaid, so I'm stuck with it. And it, it was until half price done. too. We paid sixty bucks for it. Oh wait, wait, wait! I think I got that deal too. Yes, yeah, so you don't realize. So Disney Plus is going to be in your house. And as as it's in your house, it's going to get into your ecosystem. Dude, where it sucks. You can't delete it. I mean, I love the Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong. It's great. It's but the best thing I hate out. the way they fucking release everything. One Just fucking release it. I want to watch it. Well, Keelan, nobody's everybody's like you, man. We want to have tension. Fuck that. We want to talk about it. You know what's going to happen? This, this no, they don't because no, not in streaming services, dude. Because they because they they have a seven day free trial, so they don't want you watching everything. Yeah, yeah. that's trial. also true. But, but that's I, going away too. Just like HBO no, no. Max is getting rid of their free trial. I did enjoy though it coming out on the Friday. I, I did enjoy yeah, having, the, having, the, having to wait. Yeah, that's been that's been I like our thing. Is like I every fucking Friday hate night it. watching that. Exactly. Or, or, or right now I'm watching or, Wandavision. It's yeah. coming out every fucking Friday. Yeah, same thing. Fucking hate it. How is Wandavision? It's it's starting to get good. It's I good. thought. I like it. I, it took me a while to get into it, but I mean, third, it third seems pretty obvious good. to me that Wanda's controlling the whole fucking thing. Um, basically, because if you remember, Vision gets killed at, in Avengers, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a great episode. One of the movies. Avengers, whatever the fuck. Dude, <laughs> I don't remember which movie it was. It was the. It was whatever the fuck you just said. The fucking war <laughs> movie, or <laughs> was it Infinity War, war or Infinity War Part Two? Well, it, it was actually in Infinity War, but they replay it in Endgame. Right. So Endgame. Uh, so there you go. Like I said, here. it was one of the fucking Avenger movies. Who gives a shit? So he dies, so I think that she's like sucked <laughs> him into be the this. next one. <laughs> and they've already if you've watched any of the uh, trailers for the other ones, yeah. For Loki or or it looks like now they've got some kind of fucking weird all the big third balls. party like that, that control all these TVs and shit. Because like Loki, it the the trailer for Loki looks like it's going to play right into the same fucking bad guys. Huh. That is gonna be the next Avengers because people are gonna show up and go, wait, where's Captain Ar- and Iron Man? And- oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're all gone, dude. They're all gone. That's like the, the next. You movie get ever. the Wasp. The fucking Wasp. <laughs> Christ, I don't even know when they're gonna put out another Avengers and you movie get, because everything's Miss Marvel. <laughs> You're getting Black Widow. Black Widow's coming out a year late, but she's fucking dead. Yeah. She's already dead. Right. Oh, this is like a long time ago in a galaxy. Miss Marvel. That's what you're going to get. More fucking Miss... And the new Miss Marvel is going to give you the fucking Play-Doh Miss Marvel. I mean, who wants to see that shit? Nobody wants to see that shit. Play-Doh Miss fucking Marvel. (laughs) Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel? Miss Marvel. fucking both the same. Fuck them. No, Miss Marvel's different. Yeah. Miss Marvel's like a little shrimp that's got... That's like made out of fucking Play-Doh. Miss Marvel is a... Short girl on her eight. She's like eighteen or nineteen. She's Muslim. She's the first yeah, Muslim. You got to make sure that's oh, a yeah, fact. Yeah. And she's severely overweight as well. I didn't know she was severely. Well, overweight. not severe. She's overweight. You know, because she's they got they got to identify. She's like Mrs. 
identify with all the other people. I don't know. Nonsense. Checkbox. Checkbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, Check she, the box. She's like that, the, the character in Cobra Kai. Oh, the, yeah. The other girl who was. The they, fat they black girl that didn't make it to season three. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pretty up the cast. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're too we popular. cut her. Cut what the <laughs> fuck? We really couldn't figure out any other way of like. They didn't even write her out of the. They were just like. She was taken out of school. <laughs> she was, right. She's in jail for like 20 no mention. No mention. Fuck, dude. They're, her parents put her in a private school. So let's never speak of this again. That <laughs> <laughs> was it. It was, was one it. episode. It was. It. <laughs> it was like it's. It's so sad that you that she disappeared over the summer. We gotta fill. Yes, her parents spot. put her in a in a private school up to, uptown in Washington. Like, what? She's in Sedona now. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Right. Nobody cared about her anyway. Nobody. Nobody. I did. I know you did. She gave me a big chubby. <laughs> Love looking at fucking 15-year-old well, overweight it, girls it the that same thing. can't who do was, karate. <laughs> who was the, the girl? It just fucking does it for me, buddy. <laughs> who was the girl in the new Star Wars? Um, Ray? No, the the oh the Rose, little mini Chinese Rose, chick who people were like pissed off that she didn't become like a main character. Oh yeah, the Rose. Like, Fuck her. Yeah. Well, he hasn't horrible. watched the new one yet. No, I you haven't, haven't gotten around to it. I haven't gotten. So Ro- you, when you get the fucking Rose Tico, you're gonna fucking want to gouge your eyeballs out. I, I saw the first one and I I, I said no more. And then you know what fucking happens in that second one where she yells at the black dude for essentially trying to. You know, be like chauvinist or something. Well, no, right? he's he's like trying to, uh, 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 you know, risk his own life to save everybody else. So what ends up happening? She literally tries to risk her own life to save everybody. Else. It's and like then, what the fuck kind of yeah. woman's planning was this shit? Right. Fuck off. What am I doing? I'm just I'm listening to this conversation. Okay, I think let's get the, the Lost Boys again. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> Lost Boys. I think we got lost. <laughs> oh, this movie came out one week before Masters of the Universe, which oh, you can see uh, in our oh. archives. That's that was from earlier this year. No, it was late, late last year. Well, yeah, it was yeah. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, what terrible. <laughs> it's a shit movie, too. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they're, when they're driving into town. And you have the big billboard on the back of the billboard. It said Myrtle Capital, Murder Capital of the World. Yeah. That was due because there was 28 murders over 30 months between 1970 and 1973, including uh, John Lindley Frazier, Herbert Mullen, and, of course, Ed Kemper. So that was a bunch of serial killers that, from the early 70s. So it was legit. They, it was it legit. was the actual. Wow, but meanwhile, you go down to Baltimore City and it happens in what, a week? Yeah, but that wasn't <laughs> serial killers. That <laughs> was just a uh, <laughs> couple guys out on the weekend having fun. Having <laughs> fun. That doesn't count, apparently. Every major city has got like 100, between 100 and 200 people <laughs> murdered every year. Oh, this is fine. More than that. We got 28 in three years. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Pretty oh. much. Oh, three years, yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh, Santa Clara doesn't even exist. This movie, Santa Clara, does not even exist. You want to take a guess how many times all the characters in the movie say Michael? 47. More. Really? Huh. Guess, motherfucker. No, yeah, you just 56. Don't... Nope. 130. Very close. <laughs> 118 times. Oh, Michael. I see. I counted. Michael, who, of course, is the main character <laughs> played by Jason Patrick. Brother. Yeah. And he, everybody, especially, like, there's a scene when they're in the cave. And is he they're really all the main just, character or is Michael, the younger brother really the main Michael. character? Michael. 
Oh, it's definitely Michael. Michael's the main Michael's character. supposed to be the main character. Because uh, Hor- uh, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman were definitely not the main characters. They weren't movies. even really discovered then. Um, and they were kind of like comic relief. A lot of weird shit with Feldman and Haim prior to this movie. Like, basically, the two of them had tried out for the same roles all the time. He was up for Mouth and Goonies. He was, uh, there was a couple other ones that I wrote down, but I can't fucking remember what they are. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman have a very tragic story. They do, they man. Do, a very, uh, Feldman coming out a couple of years ago and just talking about all, like, the abuse that these young boys face. You just wonder how much, if it's all true, it is the most it's, disgusting thing yeah, ever. it's pretty sick. And, and it's amazing for as, as much as it sort of, um, you know, really had sort of a, a very tragic effect on Corey Haim. Like mm. somehow Corey Feldman seemed to like keep his shit together. No, he didn't. He was didn't. he was worse off earlier really? than Fe- than Haim. Feldman was much worse off before Haim. Well, why don't you talk about? Why don't you explain about their drug use? And I mean, just their party. Feldman was on drugs during the filming of this movie. Yeah, because of. The abuse that because he was, of the, yeah. the the abuse that he was going through, um, Haim, of course, got abused. A court, you know. Well, I should say allegedly. Allegedly, everything got abused allegedly. by. Thank you. Alleged. Yes, everything on the show is allegedly. Uh, Corey Haim allegedly got abused by. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the bigger brother, Estevez. Uh, um. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. on mm. when he made Lucas. So okay. Lucas was an, was another one of those roles they were both up for, and Haim got that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's where his really kind of started. His sexual abuse seemed to start, whereas Feldman was handed around to a bunch of producers mm-hmm. earlier. Um, Haim and Haim's mother actually took good care of him initially, but then kind of flaked out, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason you can find most of this shit, they had a movie that came out called the two Corys, yeah. which weirdly enough, right. uh, l- let me see. I don't want to fuck it up. Which one of them was it? Uh, fuck. Oh, um, it was the brother. I can't think of his f- who it was. The, uh, uh, Jameson new Newlander. Jameson Lou Newlander. The one that played Alan Frog, because mm-hmm. you had Edgar and Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had he actually had a walk on role in the Tale of the Two Quarries. Really, he was a cop that pulled them over huh. in one of the scenes. So I thought that was very interesting, mm-hmm. just because of the crossover. But um, yeah, they Feldman got hit much much earlier and got clean. Okay, earlier. Um, he survived. Right. He got clean, then he went back, and then he got clean, and then he went back. And I think Michael Jackson helped him out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, a lot of people – I don't know what was true about Michael Jackson, what's not true about Michael Jackson. Allegedly true. Well, no. I mean, I don't. I just said I don't <laughs> well, know what's I, true I and what's not true. Allegedly but on everything. All you got to do is, you know, you look at the people that were famous were never – touched by Michael Jackson. It was all these people that weren't famous that were touched by Michael Jackson, supposedly. I, I, I don't, you know, it's hard to tell what was true and what wasn't, but I really think Michael Jackson helped Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman when he needed yeah. help. 
Um, because if if nothing else, I mean, he fell apart when Jackson died. Mm-hmm. It really hurt him a lot. Of course, he did kind of make it about himself, but that's that's uh, all actors do right. that shit. Um, but yeah, that's basically the story on that one. Um, the sequels to these movies, which uh, Feldman kind of had to fight to get Corey Haim on the sequels. Oh, really? And Haim kind of fucked up anyway mm-hmm. because he he sh- when he was making the second one, he kept showing up high. So he originally had a much, much bigger role well, in the second movie. They ended up having to cut his role way sheesh, the fuck down because he was, he was high so all high? the time. Dad damn, man. He couldn't fucking stay straight long enough to do the goddamn movie. You can't yeah. blame him, though. And it was around the same time that they were making the two Corey show. Mm-hmm. So they had already gone through all that bullshit and the two Corys. Have you seen the two Corey show? No, I haven't. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I mean, a lot of it was staged, obviously. Yeah. But it was really stage, fucking yeah. good show. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Jim Carrey was up for the role of uh, David. Really? That would have been fucking horrible. Well, yeah, Jim Carrey's one of the yeah. most hated. Let me ask you this, Paul. So, yeah. and everybody else. So around this time, he have still been young for that. For oh wait, for for David. You yeah, David. Okay, go ahead. So so during this time, there was a couple other vampire movies that came out. <coughs> Fright Night, which is one of those movies that you saw like you go on Blockbuster. Right. You see the the case for like it's kind of, and once bitten. Why do you think Lost Boys, like? I always thought Fright Night was good, and I really like Fright Night. Out, yeah. Fright Night is okay. As but well. it it Campy, had. But it, I remember, I think that's probably the first one that I saw. The first of, of these, of oh, the the three of these, yeah. the once bitten, which was Jim Carrey. Well, once bitten was Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey yeah. which was why he was actually up for this okay. role. Um, once bitten was a comedy. It right. wasn't really a horror movie at all. And near dark as well. Uh, near dark came out exactly the same year as this did. And the hunger. And the hunger as well. So you got the five, hunger. I don't remember the five vampire movies. Why do you think Lost Boys? Kind of transcends. It was got to be the cast. I yeah, mean, I mean, it was sort of like the Breakfast Club of vampire movies, right? Fucking I Near Dark that. is an awesome movie. Yeah. It really is, and it's probably you know, and it, if you're looking at horror, Near Dark is a better horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're looking at acting and everything else, I, it's a toss up because fucking the cast of Near Dark is actually really good. It's got Bill Paxton. It's mm. got uh, um fucking i can't think of his name um he was in uh a, a pumpkin head Pump? now there's a there's a freaking I, heard of I, I can't think of his fucking name he did millennium the x-files uh spinoff millennium yeah lance hendrickson lance hendrickson also thank an alien you is the right like the, the android who yeah that she hates so, um, actually, that's ali- Aliens. Aliens, right. Is that what you said? It might have been. I don't know. Whatever. So, um, Ryan, I'll pull up Near Dark here on uh, IMBD. One of the other movies, it comes up like more like this, Strange Days. Which we, we've been trying <laughs> we've to been find. We've been trying to find a fucking <laughs> copy of Strange Days two for a years while Two years for our New Year's Eve show. So, um... Uh, now this is a, a couple th- the couple other things they added glitter to the blood to make the blood shinier like shimmer in the light 
but they said that because they did that, it made the blood that they usually use very slimy. So that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the If you watch the very beginning of the movie, you see them on the merry-go-round coming around. Oh, They're yeah. in reverse order of the way that they get killed in the movie. So, like, it, David's the first one you see, and Marco, who's played by Alex Winter, is the last one you see. Now, Alex Winter, of course, Don't is the tell. first one that gets killed. Um, and then the other ones, they said that, um, it took three weeks to film the entire movie, but it took two weeks to set up and film the Marco death scene no shit. or not the Marco death scene. The, uh, the, the killing with the, the stereo, who was it? Mm. It wasn't Marco that died that way. Um, three, two weeks. Uh, it took him three weeks to film this movie. Yes. Three Jeez. weeks total to film the movie, but it took like Dwayne. Wood movie. It was Dwayne, and the reason that I forgot his name is because they actually never say his fucking name in the whole movie. But he's the one that gets killed with the stereo. Mm-hmm. Uh, death by stereo. Um, the other guy who, Paul, who gets killed in the, uh, he's the one that gets killed in the um, tub mm-hmm. with the holy water. So that's the name of all the fucking vampires, even though it, it's kind of irrelevant. Richard Donner was originally supposed to direct this, oh, but he ended up with a scheduling conflict. So he, because of Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. or Lethal Weapon Two, one or the other, so he jumped off of this and gave it to Joel Schumacher, who who made the worst fucking Batman movies of all time. Yes, just absolutely terrible. Uh, they are. Uh, it's amazing how many people have died related to this movie. Schumacher died June twenty second, twenty twenty which was just last year, obviously. Uh, Edward Rona. Herman, who played Max, died December 31st, 2014. Corey Haim died March 10th, 2010. He died of a drugs. He died, his was drugs. So, uh, and uh, Bernard Hughes, is, this is a less of a surprise, died July 11th, 2006. He was the one that played Grandpa. Grandpa. Mm-hmm. So, he has um, one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the last scene. <laughs> the, of cor- and that line wasn't supposed to be there. It wasn't supposed to end on a joke, which, mm-hmm. you know, too many goddamn vampires, best line of the fucking movie, yeah, probably. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I love <laughs> the Eddie Munster, out, too. That came out of nowhere. It was like, ah! Oh, lo- I love that Eddie Munster. The Eddie Munster. Yeah, and there is yeah. there's another weird thing that I, that I found in my research. Uh, the Ed Herman guy, the guy who played Max, okay? Mm-hmm. He played... Herman Munster in the TV movie Here Comes the Munsters. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, Fred Gwynn was up for the role of Max in this movie. Huh. And then there's like two different references to the Munsters. There's a big, huge uh, poster of the Munsters in the cave. And then there's also uh, the Eddie Munster line that comes in later. The one thing that I did Fred, want... Fred Gwynn, of course, from Jimmy's favorite movie, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that which is in our uh, archives. Right, you can right. listen to that anytime you want. Uh, it's basically me saying, hey, this movie's not that bad, Jimmy. And him basically <laughs> whining and <laughs> complaining. This is the worst it. movie I've ever seen, man. This is the worst movie. And then he turned it off. You know, when the gauge scenes actually start, it's like, dude, that's when the right. movie actually really right. gets good. Um uh, I think we talked about most of the people. Alex Winter, of course. He's uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. He's, uh, you know, Bill S. Preston. Uh, but he didn't do very much else. Uh, his first movie was Death Wish 3, which is weird because Jeff Goldblum's first movie 
was like Death Wish 2, I think. Uh, I want to say Jeff Goldblum's first movie was just so it's like a lot of people Grant started Park. in Death Wish. It's quite the franchise. Yeah, yeah. cuz uh, you know, he's the one that says and remember the moon. you remember um that's like Jennifer Aniston starting in Leprechaun. Yeah. Kind of that yeah. Movie. Oh, I just saw, I just, you know, speaking of Jennifer Aniston, I just watched Office Space this weekend. That's a great Dad movie. Dad damn, That's I forgot how such funny a that funny was. Movie. Dad damn, was that freaking funny. You, you know what, what, what's funny is, um, I happened to watch Superman 3 the other day. Oh, yeah. And, uh, with the one with Richard, Richard Pryor. Yes. And I had forgotten that part of that has the same plot as Office Space, where, he, they, he codes the computer to try to get all the, these fractions of the cent that are lost in their payroll and put it in a separate yeah. account for him to get and <laughs> thinking he's going to get a couple hundred extra bucks. And he winds up getting like a paycheck for $85,000 <laughs> one day. Yeah. And that was the whole thing of, of Office Space where they're like, yeah, we're just going to take a well, little, yeah, they, little yeah. extra and then they get this like check for a million dollars yeah. or whatever. There's a Nashir Naga. Not gonna, that, that, not gonna, not gonna plot, work here anymore. <laughs> that plot's apparently been used a bunch of times. So, okay, it has to be discussed. I mean, obviously, Joel Schumacher's gay. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Was Sam gay? I am not totally sure. He had two posters on his walls. One was a big face poster of Molly Ringwald from The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. The other one was a poster of um, uh, uh, Rob Lowe. From St. Elmo's Fire. And the reason, of course, that was there was because Schulmacher had just finished uh, filming Mm -hmm. St. Elmo's Fire. But it's like a very provocative type look, Mm -hmm. like where he's standing there in a belly shirt where you... And it's just like... So was... I I mean, you were a kid. I mean, in the 80s. I I was a kid in the 80s. There's never been a fucking inkling for me to, like, put a poster of a man. Yeah. Unless it's, like, from a, you know, like a movie poster. Like, I put, like, Evil Dead up on the wall or something like that. But I wouldn't put a sexy posed picture of of anybody. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, and I, I mean, of course, I was different minded mm-hmm. when I was younger, but I mean, yeah. at the same time, it never occurred to me. It's not like, right. And then you look at what he fucking wore in this movie. His wardrobe was horrid. It was horrible. Yeah. I always thought that was supposed to be over the top kind of, I don't know what eighties. Yeah. I mean, that was eighties. It, it, there was a lot of fluorescence in his shit, but then, and I didn't mind the fluorescence that didn't but bother it was, like, me. Very sort of a lot of flair. But the fucking, like, when he's wearing that, like, onesie pajama thing with the the weird the Indian characters out. and shit on it, I was like, what the fuck are you wearing, man? Well, and Who the, would ever wear that? You know, he's taking the bath, like, the whole bath scene, like, he's taking the bath. And yes! And, is, is, and that didn't make sense to me either. Like, he looks like he's supposed to be about 15 years old. Right. But he's taking a bath like he's fucking like, nine. Like a bubble bath and doing stuff with his hair and all that. Which, well, I mean, that's, you know, reminiscent of, of uh, Ferris Bueller's days. Day Off, obviously. True, true. But at the same time, I don't think, I think there's a big difference between taking a shower and taking a bath. You know, a kid takes a bath. A teenager takes a shower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless you're a girl. I mean, you know, <clears throat> girls used to take baths. I mean, I know that. Nobody I, takes baths these days. No, not now. I'm talking about then. 
baths, the bathtubs are the biggest waste of space in bathrooms. I know. I'm yeah. just about to get rid of one of mine. Seriously, just waste yeah. so much you know, space. You know, a lot of the stuff in the 80s, if you take it out of context, seems a lot gay. Well, and I'm not even trying to take it out of context. I'm Past- literally trying suits, to figure out. metal. I mean, it's all, I mean, the whole decade could be, could be gay. Well, yeah. But it's not. It's, I mean, Don Johnson you know I mean? looked gay. He looked gay, but he right. was definitely a man's man. He was always with a different woman every right. different episode also of Miami one of Vice. Also, best TV moments ever. Yeah. Which one? Miami Vice the, and the pilot. The pilot. Driving to Phil Collins. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know what you meant. Um, I mean, that is the best scene ever. But he looks, he looks very, you know, metrosexual but, but that or was, gay that was, that was the style in the though. 1980s. Was, he was yeah, in Miami. Was, this is different, though. I mean, he didn't have Don fucking Johnson. posters of men on his wall. Well, he was wearing men's clothes, though. I mean, I, I think the point is with Corey Hame in this, you can question his clothing, whether it's... Dude, some of the clothing whether, whether is any, any very questionable. Any teenage boy would actually really wear that. It's um, very questionable. Now, that being said, at the time, I don't remember ever having, like, even thinking that or even that occurring to me. I don't think I did at the time. Him gay, but I wouldn't have thought that anybody would, would have... Like that just wouldn't have been something I would have. No, he just looked really weird. But where he was coming yeah. from to where he went, it didn't make fucking sense either. It's like he right. came from Indiana or some bullshit like that to yeah. San Dimas or not San Dimas. That was fucking Bill and Ted uh, to to Ooh. Santa Clara. Right. So he's coming from like the middle of nowhere. He would have been wearing like plaid shirts and shit. I mean, it, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense that he's wearing this coming from over like the Francisco fucking time. Or, or yeah. LA or, you know, something like that. I just, I can't figure it out. I mean, they obviously they never go into his sexuality in the movie really. But then again, was he attracted to Edgar and Allen? Is that why he started hanging out with these guys? These guys were kind of like freaks. They were giving him fucking vampire car, uh, comic books and shit like that. I mean, right. it didn't. And it, I mean, it, in the end, it doesn't matter. I'm just interested in you know other people's opinion on that because it's a fucking weird. That poster is just weird. <laughs> it's really fucking weird for you know even if he's nine or he's fifteen to have a fucking poster of a half naked Rob Lowe up on his goddamn closet. It just made like you been like you said. It may have just been that was the. Last movie he did, so that's why it was there. That's right. So anyway, um, we're up against our hour. Let's give some grades for the Lost Boys. Uh, I'm actually going to go very high on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go like eight on this movie, which is is means it's a very good. This movie is the in best movie that in this year that we reviewed so far. Yeah, in my opinion. In your opinion? Yes. In eight. Scott, what do you think, bud? I, a scale of 10, you can do halves. Yeah, I, I definitely give it a 7, a uh, strong 7. I think, I think it was good overall. It had, um, you know, I, I really thought we haven't talked about this, but, you know, the, the plot overall I, I thought was good and got the big fight scene at the end, but then you had this whole plot twist mm-hmm. because the whole time you think David's the – Kiefer Sutherland is, is the leader of this pack, and mm-hmm. it turns out at the end – you're like, all you got to do is kill him, and everything is yeah. dory And then, yep. you know, it turns out there's this twist, and there's this other the other guy's the leader. That that was the twist. It was cool, and so, his motivation behind it. Yeah. He just wanted to freaking have. I his, think that was the best part so of the I, twist. I, I think that was his motivation, his motivation to make a family, right? Yeah, of vampires right. was. It's a completely different twist on anything else that you've ever seen. It, 
Yeah, it it definitely kept it from being predictable, and I think that's what it did. And that's, that's and that done. that would makes a good movie as well. I I, yeah. I, I agree. So what what you guys said a seven? A seven. Tom, seven is what I think that 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 fits. Well, you guys both fit right in line with the critics. Then I mean, the critics were right around seventy percent, weren't they? Seventy one percent. I'm going to give this an eight point five. Um, I love vampire movies. Uh, specifically good vampire movies because of what vampirism represents, uh-huh. not in the monster form, but what it represents. I think it is a romantic character. Yeah. And I think if portrayed properly, it can, it's just, it is a, it's, you know, you're looking at the like, dark side of individuals and the loss of life and they're fighting for life and all that versus do you want to, it's, Well, let lot. me ask you this. Sure, go before ahead. Before you go on, or we're almost done. Mm-hmm. Where would you put it if I gave you these three movies? Mm. Okay. Mm. Interview with a Vampire, Lost Boys, or Dracula? Which Dracula? The Bram Stokers? Yes. <sighs> well, they're all Bram Stokers, but yes, Keanu that Reeves. one. The Keanu Reeves. Okay, slash. so Interview the Vampire, Lost Boys. I would say Interview Vampires last. I would say. I would say Lost Boys is second and Bram Stoker's Dracula is first. See, then that's kind of weird because you basically went right after the romantic part of, you know, the vampire movies, which, you know, that obviously is accentuated in yeah. Interview with a Vampire more than any of the other it, movies. It, it, it is. I just I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the movie. Going back and looking, I can't. <clears throat> I didn't like the movie. I liked Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think Gary Oldman was fantastic. Oh, in Gary Oldman is ridiculously good at I think the Lost Boys, with the background of what Scott was talking about, how it was really the inception of it was about um, a, a Peter Pan. Right. And I appreciate that. I think it was awesome. You know, well, anytime you get a twist like that. I mean, Dracula 2000, where it was Judas. Oh, I yeah, mean, that, that was, was great. fucking and awesome that is, twist. That is underrated. That, that is, is the, the best mo- twist in a Dracula movie yeah, I've that ever is seen. Awesome. That is awesome. It, it, really, it, really, it really is like just when we, we were in the theaters when we saw that. Well, I remember, like, that is a freaking fantastic It was an awesome twist. twist. I love the twist. The rest of the movie, yeah, it, it ups and downs, I mean, but that twist yeah. at the end just fucking blows you away, in yeah, my it opinion. It does, it does. But, again, the twist in Lost Boys, um, and plus it, it goes back to the 80s, which I, I love the 80s. Yeah. I just think it's a more innocent time. And, but I would say 8.5. I want to watch it again next week. That's, you know. Well, I mean, if you like it that much, I mean, watch the sequels, dude. I'll try watching the sequels. All right, uh, make sure to follow SoundCloud. Also, thank you. We are apparently in the upper half of median podcast people download. So yeah, we must I be doing something right. Yeah, I saw the stats. Like, we must be doing something right here, <laughs> and we're going to be right. doing better. We got other things coming up. So anyway, we will see you next week with uh, the Groundhog Day.